An entitled Karen tries to get me fired because her Thanksgiving turkey isn't available right then and there, claiming that I told her the wrong date and that I had forced her to order the turkey in the first place. But thankfully, my coworker had my back and put this entitled Karen in her place. Here's what happened. So I work at a grocery store that prioritizes older people with health problems, immunocompromised people, and people with special diets. As Thanksgiving began to roll around, we open a program for our customers that would allow them to pre-order their Thanksgiving turkey. Because the program sounded a bit confusing on the outside, and a lot of customers don't read the posters to pre-order right in front of their face, we were trained to ask every person checking out if they wanted to pre-order and explain the program to them if they said okay. There was even a reward for the cashier that got the most people to pre-order, but to be honest, I wasn't too interested in the reward. Like every special event in the store, I ask if they're interested because I'm required to, and if they say no, I say okay and I hand them their receipt. Close to Thanksgiving, the pattern became muscle memory. I welcome them to my register, I ask if they're a member with us, ask if they want to pre-order their turkey, and hand them their receipt. Because of how many people I see a day, I tend not to remember anyone's face or information, nor do I care to remember something that's not for me to know. So this happened out of the blue, and I was utterly confused at first. Flash to the past, and I'm checking out an older woman who hands me a jug of orange juice. She asked me if we had more in the back because the shelves were empty. I didn't know for a fact if we did because I spent my entire day at the registers, but I knew we didn't get a new shipment until tomorrow. So most likely, everything was on the shelves already, and only overflow products were in the back at this point. I told her that we could do a personal order for a case, and she filed out the order form. The thing about order forms in my store is that they can easily be misplaced. Because we're understaffed, and the registers can't be unattended, I wasn't allowed to walk the form to the receiving room, but I knew at the end of every day, the registers were cleaned and anything that didn't belong there, such as product returns, things that need to go back on the shelves because someone didn't want them after all, garbage or damaged items, stuff like that, they were all taken to their proper locations. So I slipped the order form on top of the register drawer so it wouldn't be missed when they were cleaned. This will be important later. After we finished with the order, I asked if she wanted to order a turkey and she agreed. So I pulled up the pre-order list and had her fill out her information. I repeated back the pattern I had by now. So I said to her, the turkeys will come in the last two weeks of November. We won't call you because there are too many people on the list, but just come in when they arrive and bring your receipt with you. It's okay if you lose it though, because your name is now in the order book so we can look it up and see what turkey size you got. I repeated this so many times, it was literally impossible for me to have said anything different. After finishing up, I moved on. For that order sheet, I was told a journey that it went on from a fellow co-worker. After he cleaned the registers that night, he found the order and went to bring it to the manager's office. The office was locked, so he left it on the cabinet directly next to the office, so it would be found. It was found, and the manager decided to let receiving order the product, so he brought it to the back room and left it on the desk. Unfortunately, the receiving manager had taken a day off and didn't see the form at all. By the time anyone was able to order it, the new shipment had already come in with the product anyway. The only difference was we didn't call her to let her know it was in, because technically, it wasn't her request, because the special order was never filled out. This whole incident began the nightmare that was a random woman trying to get me fired. The most insane part, though, was it happened in 15 minutes while I was on break, and my co-worker had to fill me in when I returned. It was the 12th of November this year, and a woman walked into the store. She asked about her order and got a confused look. My co-worker said no order was filled out, and she quickly flew 
flipped out, saying she filled out the form, and if I didn't give it to someone, it was obviously my fault, and she wanted me fired, or at least severely in trouble. She said I had terrible customer service, and so my co-workers asked me who she meant, because up to this point, she never even said my name, let alone what I looked like. Sadly, she didn't even remember me, which I found a little amusing, because I was the only person in the store with vibrant blue hair. My co-worker sent someone in the back to check on the product, and surprise, we had the item she ordered anyway, which calmed her down a little, but she still wanted to file a complaint against me for not filling out the order, apparently. My co-worker refused to do this, because for one, he was one of the store managers, and I was his apprentice, and two, he knew I didn't mess up anything, because he was the one that took the form to the cabinet for the main manager. He finally managed to get her to let the incident go when someone else brought up the case of juice, only for her to ask about the turkey. My co-worker told her that they hadn't arrived yet, to which she insisted they were, because apparently I told her they would be in today. Utterly confused, he looks at her receipt, because nobody knew the exact day they were coming in, but being the 12th, it was too early for any turkey yet. Nobody was saying an exact date at checkout, because nobody knew the exact date, not even the manager of the company. The turkey arrivals were dependent on the company that was supplying the turkeys. When she said that I had told her a date, that caused complete bafflement, and then he sees the problem. The woman ordered a 12 to 15 pound turkey, and she assumed 12 to 15 was the date of the turkey arrival. My coworker told her that 12 to 15 was the weight, not the date, and she just doubled down, claiming that I told her the date of when it's coming in, and that I needed to get in trouble for telling false information, and also, apparently, I was super pushy about making her order a turkey, and that she was forced to do it. He asked if she wanted a refund for her pre-order deposit, but she didn't want one. She just wanted her turkey and asked if she could have it anyway, which is a big old resounding no. Even if he wanted to give her the turkey, it physically wasn't in the store yet. Her turkey was still at the farm and alive. What does she want us to do about it? Well, this entitled Karen's only solution was to have me fired. It all came back to my fault, and I had to be punished for everything happening to her right now. If she couldn't have the turkey, I couldn't have my job. I'm not quite sure what happened after that. My co-worker walked into the break room after the whole situation as I was just about to get up and he told me to sit down for a minute because of this lady basically having it out for me. We hung out in the break room for a few minutes while he told me what happened. Then he went to go check on her. After he confirmed that she left, he said it was fine for me to go back to my post and we never spoke of it again. Once the turkeys rolled in and people began to pick them up, the order list was marked off and I sometimes read through it just to see how many more people needed their turkey still. Before Thanksgiving Day, everyone had gotten their turkey, so she obviously got her turkey eventually, and she never raised another complaint. But I'm pretty sure she was just having a bad day, and trying to find someone to blame or something like that. But still, a ridiculous situation that I was happy to be in the break room for. What a weird entitled Karen. I think the original poster is right. They were clearly having a bad day, and they decided, you know what, the person who helped me ordered it? Yeah, they're the person. I'm gonna blame them. I mean, what a ridiculous, horrible person. Using someone as a scapegoat in this way is just absolutely unacceptable because this co-worker is literally just trying to make it through the holidays. And worst of all, they got to deal with weird entitled Karens like this. So hopefully that lady never comes back into that store because people like that are just obnoxious and they honestly just make everybody else around them absolutely miserable. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. I'm considering going no contact with my mother because she has spent my entire lifetime being absolutely horrible to me. But I'm afraid of her reaction and I honestly don't know what to do. 
My mom has never, ever been a good parent. It's taken a long time for me to understand that I was and have been abused emotionally and psychologically by her. The biggest issue is that she had zero concept of how much snooping violated my boundaries and autonomy. For as long as I can remember, she has believed that if I had something private that I wanted to keep to myself, I was keeping a secret that was obviously hers to know. This even got to the point when she still had custody of my sister and I that I would carry my school bag into the bathroom with me when I took a shower so she couldn't go through it while I was bathing. She read my journals through childhood. I lived full time with my dad and stepmom until I was kicked out for failing out of college. And then I moved back in with my mom. We lived separately for a while and I wrongfully assumed that she had a handle on her mental health and would treat me as an adult. But I was wrong. Eventually, I moved back in with my dad and stepmom. I was there for my mom as she battled breast cancer. I was there for her as she went through her several mental breakdowns and ended up in a psych ward multiple times over the years. I sat and let one of her friends, who I assumed was my friend as well, berate me about how I was a bad daughter because I lived away from her. During all of this, my mom moved to North Carolina to be with family friends. At the time, I was having issues with my dad and once again thought that the time and distance between us had meant that my mom had progressed somewhat in how she would treat me. And once again, I was proven wrong. I moved away from my dad and stepmom, my younger brother, and my younger sister to go to North Carolina and live in the same apartment building as my mother. As you can probably guess, it was more of the same. I was a 25-year-old adult, and she used her emergency key to repeatedly violate my boundaries and my privacy by going into my home, going through my things, telling me that I was a bad person because I had secrets. All the while, she kept reading my journal and was constantly going through my trash to catch me in my supposed lies. Every time she did this, I would confront her and she would do the classic Darvo maneuver. I didn't do it, but if I did, it was your fault for being a private person and you're being a bad person by trying to tell me who your father cheated on that my trust issues are harming you. She treated me emotionally as if I was her spouse. That was her biggest gotcha. Her going through my things, repeatedly proving she couldn't respect my boundaries, was all my dad's fault. Eventually, I put my foot down. I took her emergency key and I stopped talking to her, even though we lived in the same building in different apartments. I was able to find an amazing partner who I love and is going to marry me. My mother knows nothing about her because word would get out and my dad would cut me off from my brother. Right now, I'm living with my partner, having moved in together in July. We're about five hours away from my mom and half a continent away from my dad. I don't reach out and contact either of them anymore and I only answer text messages and calls that they make. My mom told me, if you don't come back and visit me, I'm going to come visit you whether you like it or not. I had been planning to go visit after the holidays for a few days just to placate her but you know what? I've decided I'm not going to. After struggling a lot with religion and its role in my life and upbringing, I have fallen away from traditional Christian faiths. I've been doing some surface level research in other areas of my life, trying to find my own path. And today, I woke up early, and I couldn't go back to sleep, and I spent most of the morning refreshing several websites that talk about other people's experiences with their terrible parents. And now, I can safely conclude that seeing all these other experiences and seeing how absolutely delusional these other parents are, I now need to fully cut my mother out of my life. I do worry about what she will say to other people if she finds out about how her daughter is living in sin with a partner of the same sex. She's going to use other people to attack me for that. But as I'm writing this, I think I've decided I'm done dealing
dealing with her. I want no more empty apologies for things I know she'll do again as soon as my back turns. I want no more refusal to acknowledge the way she was abusive to me and my sister when we were children. And I want no more feelings like my relationship with her is vital. I'm not really sure how to end this, but my partner supports me 100% and her family has accepted me without question, which honestly is way more than mine can ever say. This is a really sad situation because your mom is an absolute piece of garbage. She has been manipulative for most of your life and she would rifle through your things constantly, digging through your journals and your trash at one point. I mean, that is a massive breach of privacy and it's obviously something you were hoping you wouldn't have to deal with when you decided to move next to her or with her in some cases. So I'm sure that's honestly really heartbreaking. You were obviously optimistic about her mental health, hoping that maybe she can have her stuff together and be more mentally sound moving forward. But she just proves time and time again that that is just not the case. And if anything, she's just choosing not to change in a lot of ways. And in your case, that's just so unfair because it seems like you're very empathetic towards her situation and you obviously want to be there for her and be supportive of your mom because you know what? It's your mom. There's obviously some kind of automatic thought there that says, hey, I got to protect and help her, right? So it really sucks because I think you can agree that your mom is really not a good person in this situation. So is your dad too, by the way. I mean, overall, you and your siblings have definitely gone through it and that's not fair for you in the slightest. And it's not like you haven't made attempts to try and be there for your mom when she needs you. But you know what? She has betrayed your trust over and over again. So honestly, if I was in your shoes and I dealt with this much animosity, I probably would cut off my parents as well. You don't have to live your life like that. You've made the effort to try and reach out to your mom, but she's being an absolute jerk about it. And she's being incredibly bad to you and your siblings. So hopefully this is a step in the right direction for you. And I honestly don't blame you for giving yourself some distance and choosing to move on with your life. Today I messed up by telling a waitress that I had already beaten their hot wing challenge once before. And boy do I regret it. So as the title suggests, I like spicy things. I have a large collection of hot sauces at home and I have tried most of the world's super hot peppers and I've won numerous hot wing challenges. Usually I'm fine, but as I've aged, occasionally I find my stomach suffers. Nothing too extreme, but a lot of noise and sometimes a bit of a ring of fire. Cut to today of this specific incident. I live in a medium-sized city in Canada. My brother-in-law used to live in another city about 90 miles away. So for context, about an hour and a half by car. This day in particular, we went to visit so we could drive him back to our house for the weekend. Now, we did this pretty often. Usually when we do, we find a restaurant to grab a bite to eat before we head home. The last few times we went, we found a small pub that specialized in buffalo wings. At the back of the menu, they advertised a hot wing challenge where if you finish their hottest wings, you get to eat for free. Without an ounce of hesitation, I ordered the challenge wings. The waitress asked me, um, are you sure? To which I replied, I like hot foods and I can't turn down an opportunity to eat free wings. She laughed and got me my wings. Now, the wings were hot, but I had definitely eaten hotter. And so I got my free wings. I paid for my girlfriend's meal as well as my beer and we went on our way. In the coming months, I did this twice more. And each time the waitress would ask me the same thing. Are you sure? And each time I would say yes. And every time I would get free wings by the end of the night. It was wonderful. Cut to this last time. We go to our favorite wing place. We waltz in there like we own the place and we seat ourselves. The waitress, whom I later find out is the owner, comes to take our order. My girlfriend, daughters and brother-in-law all order and the waitress turns to me and asks what I will be having. I say, I'd like to do the hot wing challenge, please. 
The waitress once again asked me, are you sure? And this is where I messed up. I stupidly told her, oh yeah, I've done this lots of times. Dear reader, when you tell the owner of the establishment that you've already eaten a free meal at their place and now you're just there to fleece them out of another order of wings, they do not take it well. Our previously friendly waitress turns to me and coldly says, oh, have you now? Then this should be easy for you. And you know what? It was not. My wings came and everyone's eyes went wide and they leaned away from my meal. Instantly, everyone's eyes were watering and the waitress just smiles with a big toothy grin. She says, enjoy, and just walks away. I cannot convey to you in mere words the pain I suffered eating those wings. I took my first bite and it was searing doom. An explosion of nuclear fire blanketed my palate. Not unlike what I'm sure the people of Pompeii would have experienced during the eruption of that volcano. My body began shivering and sweating. A river of snot and tears ran from my face. I went to the washroom twice just to cry to myself and question my life choices. But even though no one expected me to finish my meal, I endured. When it was finally over, everyone was silent. We paid without a word and we just left. In the car, my girlfriend asked me, are you okay? When I just nodded in affirmation, she asked, are you sure? And I just looked at her without any expression on my face. We then started our drive home. Again, I would like to reiterate that generally I don't experience much in the way of after effects from spicy foods. This time it was completely different. I could literally feel the burn in my esophagus still, right down to my stomach. And my stomach was getting much worse. I was getting bloated and incredibly uncomfortable. About a half hour into this hour and a half drive, I am becoming increasingly uncomfortable to the point where I'm shifting uncomfortably in the driver's seat. My girlfriend again asked me if I'm okay, and I tell her something is off. She suggested that we stop to use the bathroom, which I declined. I wasn't sure what was going to happen, and I felt like I would rather be at home instead of some filthy gas station when things go down, if you know what I mean. An hour into the drive, and this discomfort is full-on pain. Really, really bad pain. So I step on the gas. I'm blowing well past the speed limit. I didn't care. I just needed to get home. My stomach had decided that it was no longer going to house those abominations, and one way or the other, they were coming out. When we finally got there, I put the car in park and ran to the front door. I fumbled desperately with my keys while everyone else got out of the car. The door finally opened and I vaulted up the stairs four at a time while simultaneously undoing my pants. I raced to the toilet, but I was losing this battle. Just as I got to the bathroom, it happened. I got the door mostly closed before it all went down, leaving an unholy mess pretty much everywhere you would expect. At this point, I launched myself into the bathtub and started doing my best to get my clothes off. All the while, I'm violently expelling everything in my body from both ends, mind you, if you know what I mean. My girlfriend, God love her, came upstairs and with an absolute look of disgust at my vile body expulsions, took my dirty clothes away and cleaned the door, the walls, and the floor. She came back upstairs after starting the laundry and turned the shower onto my battered, burning body. I was cowering in the fetal position as the warm water hit me. Still amazed at the lashback, a pound of spicy buffalo wings was able to put forth. She asked me in a sweet voice if I had learned my lesson, and I feebly replied, yes, but you know what? I lied, because this would not be the last time that I would eat some spicy wings and absolutely regret it later. I don't know about you, but I cannot handle anything spicy. So the fact that this original poster literally went to Pompeii and back and still came out the other side alive and kicking is amazing to me. But this 
this definitely is a mess up. He had a fantastic deal going where he was getting free buffalo wings and he practically ruined that in one shot by bragging to the waitress who just so happened to be the owner. So hopefully the next time he finds a new place to get some free wings, he doesn't spill the beans that he's beaten their challenge before. Otherwise, I'm sure this incident will only repeat itself once again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.